Hello, and welcome to Calcutta Art House, an irreverent and uninformed podcast on the parallel cinema of Bengal. Yeah, that's your name. <laughs> I wanted to get through to the end of the season while maintaining my streak of forgetting to say my name. I think, I think that streak's been gone for a while. Oh. I'm Prima Chowdhury. And I'm Ayelet Khamzindushkov, and we are still alive. <laughs> we haven't... Yes. Greetings, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's been a minute. Things have happened. Many things have happened. Some good and some not so good. But we are back. Well, we're only briefly back. We're only briefly back. We are popping into your, your feed. We're back to say a proper goodbye. Well, not goodbye. Au revoir. See you later. See you later. We well, yeah, are more of a see you later than a proper goodbye. Yeah. We want well, a proper goodbye for this season. For this season. And a welcome, a, a, a teaser, a trailer. For, for next season, which will be coming uh, as soon as we finalize the, uh, the playlist. <laughs> and, and also uh, an even more tantalizing prospect that uh, Promet will be teaching this, this course again next fall. So we will have an opportunity to catch up with all the stuff that we um, didn't get to, that we missed this term because of, you know, the storm and the freeze and the... <laughs> It gives me a chance to uh, make up for my earlier mistakes and then also make a whole set of new mistakes. Yes, yeah. which we will document here in great and prurian detail. Hey, as long as there are biscuits. Yes. So, um, I have made here a very professional show note in... Um, They're in really big font. Well, because I've used Theo's markers. Oh, I thought it was because you were treating me like a child. Well, um, I was making concessions to both of our glasses but anyway we thought we would wrap things up not with a bang but with a <laughs> well anyway probably wanted to have like a serious academic discussion about like, that was a long time ago yeah but many things have happened since so yeah. instead um more fun we think um we thought we would sort of go back and forth and go through our movie list and sort of each say what we found most memorable about each each film um, and it doesn't need to be like, you know, a protracted thing. It can be an image or a, yeah. a sentence or, and you know, don't like prep in advance. It has to be authentic. Well, it's a bit late for me to prep in advance. We're here now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. So our first movie back in the dawn of time before the, before the freeze and we were all unaware of Erkel was uh, Pater Panchali. And I think the thing that I remember most is that shot of them leaving the village at the end with, in, the, in the wagon. Yeah, that is a very, that's a stick with yeah. you shot. Yeah. yeah. It's not kind of the thing I found most interesting or like compelling about the, the film, but it is the, the thing. When I think of it, that is the image I see before my eyes. So I don't know what I would have answered a few days ago, but I was having a chat with my father the other day. Uh, and he was just happened to be reminiscing about the time before he moved to Calcutta when he was just in <clears throat> the village out, outside Chittagong in, in, in Shuchia, in you know, modern-day Bangladesh. And he was saying that basically his life was... I mean, other than the fact that his family was a lot better off, but the uh, experience of the countryside, he was just like, yeah, pretty much I was just left on my own to wander around, like just hanging around ponds <laughs> and fruit trees. And it was all very idyllic. Yeah. So, uh, so now thing... all I can think of is, you know, Apu as my father. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing you remember most about this movie is your father. Well, two days ago, yeah. Um, but prior to that, hmm, 
I I guess one of the things that sticks out to me is um, the Mukherjee's house and the way that Oppo is kind of like you know he is separated from it and he kind of looks at it in some in some wonderment and yeah that that seemed uh, I mean it's kind of cruel but also curious at the same time. Mm. Well, Mrs. Mukherjee. My name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that bit at Miss, the end Mrs. where she, yeah. Mrs. Mukherjee turned out to be a harbinger of. Uh, She's a great character. She's a great character. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. all right. Okay, you go next. Our second movie was um, Aparajito, or The Unvanquished. So, I really like all of the stuff in the school. That's that's pretty great. That's the, the stuff. That, the extremely Autonomy. uptight... Well, no, the no up- synecdoche. synecdoche. Well, there's that, yeah. No, but there's the uptight teacher. This is not mm. in the, in, when he goes to Calcutta, but in, like, in the, the local town school. Right. With the uptight headmaster, but who's actually very affectionate towards him. That's not this movie? Yeah. Really? Isn't it? Okay. It's, yeah, the, no, it's the earlier part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. No, I mean, this, the, the, the Synecdochean metonymy bit is great, too. Yeah. yeah. Quality, quality yeah. comedy. Um, I guess mine is The Steps. Uh, yeah. We talked about The Steps in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Mine are very, like, shots, and yours are very, like, scenes. I guess there's a deep cinematic <laughs> vision here. I mean, I, 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 I guess, in, in hindsight, I, I, maybe we said this this time, did we talk about our favourite movie of the three? I'm sure we did. But... And that's, that's item number four, after the break. Oh, no, I meant my favourite just the of the trilogy. Yeah, we did. And you said that that was probably your, your favourite and that it was scandalous and controversial. I, I think I'm, I'd probably stick with it. Yeah. Weeks later. Yeah. yeah. No, I see that. I see that. But... Although we haven't yet got to, you know, what our most memorable thing about Aubrey's. So. Yes, that's true. I feel... I don't know. I feel like we did justice to Potter Panchali, even though we were less experienced. I don't know that a project got quite as... As good a treatment as... Maybe every time we do this, like, every time we revisit... Because we're planning to kind of wander all over the world. But maybe every time you teach this class and we revisit the the Calcutta part of the podcast, we can redo the upper trilogy. And then decide if we feel differently yeah. from like, all yeah. Like, you know, like when you read the, the Bible and then you go back to the beginning. That's, that's true. Yeah. Or, you know, the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Opus um, Shams, I think, next up. We should have uh, Colin do music effects and be like the charts. Oh, yeah. We should. Sorry, Colin, Colin. Do, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Colin confessed to us that he just likes hearing his name in the podcast. So we're just going to like drop it just in. Just drop it in there. Drop it in. Yeah, yeah. Like Colin. My favorite thing about Apoor Shanshar, uh, well, the scene with the with the, the light, the match. Oh, well. I mean, okay. it's not my favorite thing about the movie. It's the most striking thing. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to say my favorite thing about the movie, it would be Sharmila Tagore and the band singing. What's his name? Colonel the Colonel Bogey March. Yes. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes. Um, I think my favourite scene might be where uh, his mate is making fun of him for not knowing anything about love. He's like, what do do you know? (laughs) When they're both kind of, they're kind of represented as being tipsy, although I don't know whether they're supposed to be, but they're just wandering around the streets and he's being all romantic. That's how you imagine. And his friend punctures his pretensions. That's how you 
you imagine your father. I don't think he's hugely uh, poet-like. No, no. I mean, Although he this did is play like how you imagine Anthony. yourself had you. This is like some weird, you know, become some weird Freudian when it's like how you would have been had you been your father. Oh, that's actually the subject of uh, one of our films. Remember? Oh, it's not the subject of, but it is right. The idea in um, Charlotte, right? We're gonna come back. to it. Remember the bit where he's just like, oh. He imagines his life in London, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's very yeah. Viking. <laughs> the youth so this of is like, This is like the reverse <laughs> yes. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I guess I don't know. It's uh, it's it's a good, it's a good, it's a very uplifting scene. It, yeah. it balances like you know a certain amount of Pollyannish optimism and a certain amount of kind of humorous cynicism. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Upper I feel also we we kind of could have could have done more with and and actually. It would probably like have been. You could probably like put that side by side with Prodded One Day, and and I guess the big city and like the job searching. And, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it is so. Even though his kind of city phase is late with those with those films, and you know there are, there's one that we we didn't see because we couldn't fit everything in. But that is an early yeah an early version of that. All right, music room. Okay, so end of the opera trilogy, and uh, so the thing is with Jolteghar, my my favorite bits are the performances. I, I I really like them, but the bit that sticks with me is actually a bit that didn't come off well, but it's it's very striking, and it's the end sequence where he's on the horse. I knew it because it, it yeah, I mean it 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 just it just kind of looks really unconvincing, yeah, and off. And so it, it kind of left an imprint on my, my mind. But my, my favourite bits about it are the actual performances. So I think my favourite bit is, is, again, is extra, uh, externous, external, extra, is not exterior. the exterior. Exterior. <laughs> um, so, um, and we can, we, we might have to edit this out, Colin. So what are you about to say? Obviously, your mother is one of our, our regular listeners. In fact, probably our, our only devout listener. And when we posted the music room, her reply on Facebook was, "I haven't seen the I haven't seen the music room and cannot follow the scenarios described." And I was like, "That is like a vicious yelp." <laughs> <laughs> Not enough summary. Maybe that's why I started doing these really protracted summaries. It wasn't intentionally with a view to you know provided a, providing a potted account for my mother, but maybe that's actually why I started doing it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I was surprised she hasn't seen it. I was assume, I assumed that these were all classics of the of the culture. But you know, she probably you know wanted something more 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 exciting. Jolte Corps is quite a it's quite a passive sedentary film. Yes, yes, it, it is. But it you know it did surprisingly well. Um, the podcast, yeah, and it's a it's a good I don't know it's like it's a good topic of conversation. Yeah, I mean, and th- there is something interesting about, I mean, I, I, I think I probably said this at the time, the idea of filming music, like a musical performance as part of a film, but just letting that performance take centre stage, not just being, oh, like, it's a great musical scene where the music's kind of in the background and we're focused on the characters. I mean, sure, you do see the characters kind of, you know, kind of bobbing their heads and smoking hookahs. Yeah. <laughs> but but by and large, it's very much focused on the music. So, it, uh, yeah, I found that kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, as well as the, the music is very boppable. Yeah, 
It, I mean, that's probably the first time that adjective has been used of that music. <laughs> yes, yes. And and you like went and dug up some of the. I refer you to our previous episode since I've since forgotten. Yes. <laughs> no, well, it was it was on on Facebook. We've also kind of just woefully like neglected our our, our Twitter show notes. So well, if if anyone wrote to us and complained, we'd be happy to nobody field your complaints, complained. but no one did. Well, so. you know, if you don't advocate for yourself, listeners, you're never going to get anything. Decisions are made by those who show up. Yeah. Write your representatives. Um, including with biscuit recommendations. Including with biscuit recommendations. We have a good biscuit report for you today. Oh, yeah. Um, by which I mean we have a good biscuit <laughs> to eat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Davy. I mean, Davy was by far the runaway success of, of this podcast. What was my favorite thing about Davy? I think Charmila Tagore's like divine expression of utter boredom as she sits there, like being, being worshipped. Worshipped. Yeah. I mean, I've, I found it too. I was talking to my students about this. I can't remember what I was talked about on the podcast, but it has definite horror movie vibes. Mm. And I don't know how much that's discussed in the... I mean, I you know, I, I, I read some of the scholarship when I, was, when I was teaching the class, but I I didn't see that discussed, but I'm, I'm sure it's there somewhere. I wasn't, wasn't super comprehensive. But um, as a result, like, some of the things that stick out to me are, you know, her kind of claw-like hand scratching the wall when... Right at first, she's she's worshipped and she's kind of encompassing what's what's happening, um, which is pretty disturbing. And then her expression at the end when she's basically gone mad. I find both of those things kind of difficult to, to get out of my head. Also, the moment where she could have escaped, but she she doesn't. Oh, because they see that. They see the the, 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 the idol on the yeah on the on the on the shore and yeah, it just makes her stop. So. Yeah, all of the things that stick in my head are the kind of the most disturbing images and, and, and scenes from that film. Yeah. Well, was this before we started, like, remaking all the movies? It's like modern modern adaptations with the Schwarzer Ray and Hemsworth. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that, that would be a, a, an interesting horror. I mean, you could, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you could overdo it, right? I mean, I thought it was a pretty, pretty light Hem touch. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it had, um, it had that kind of ghostly quality to it. I mean, also some of the, like the end scene is very foggy. Yes. And there is that uncertainty about what's actually, what's actually happening. Um, and we talked about the, the way in which, right, he had envisaged the ending and, he ends up filming it a different way where you don't technically know what's going to happen. But there is a tradition of ghost stories in, in Bengali literature as well, and I wonder how much is lying you know, behind this. It doesn't really animate any of the other films that that we saw, other than obviously Goopy Kind, which is not like a scary film. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is that, that tradition lurking there. I think maybe it influences David. I will say, so one of the things I, I originally wanted to include in this show note, but then kind of decided not to in the 30 seconds that I spent, you know, thinking about it, was what we would have liked more of. And I, I for the next time, definitely more Charmila Tagore. I okay. feel there was like a, an entire insufficiency of... Uh... I mean, so I thought that if, if, you, if we were to talk about like a big revelation, obviously less for me, Charmila Tagore, but like actually the performances of the... I mean, the two main women that we saw the whole season, so Shramla Tagore and Martin both, yeah. like, phenomenal. 
Yeah, that would be the standout thing to me. Yeah, no, definitely. I, um, I agree with that. Although, uh, I mean, we'll get to it, but like, actually, uh, the one Chatterjee in the in the final two movies that we did yeah. episodes on, that was also something that stuck with me quite a lot. Yeah. So, randomly, before we move on to the, the Charmilla-less, the Charmilla-free, I can't make English compounds today. Um, so, I read two, ones two articles, as one does. One was about Vera Coley and his wife, Anushka... Sharma, Sharma, yeah. Um, and how their wedding was like a homage to Charmilla Tagore and... Um, the Nawab of Oh, you're kidding me, really? No, I sent it to you. Oh, I, it's one of the links I didn't click and on. I probably clicked on a New York Times food recipe that you sent me instead. I know, gross misjudgment. And apparently, uh, well, not apparently, I mean, all the, the similarities are obviously, right? Yeah. Really. Like, she's beautiful, he's a cricketer, like, you is know. She, I don't know, is she an actress? I think I, she's a Bollywood actress. Oh, okay, I, I don't know. Um, so we, we've was... discussed on the podcast my, yeah. you know, not having seen... Bollywood movies. So. so, so that was kind of fascinating. And there are a lot of pictures of. I, they, so to, I'm very I, I, familiar she... with them visually because uh, my cousin Tina, uh, who, who, who who's great, she. I, I, I hope she's listening to the show. Um, Hi, Tina. Uh, she posts pictures of them. I mean, just like you know, forwards Instagram photos or whatever. So my Facebook page is occasionally just like full of pictures of the two of them, and you know, of Vera Colian. Yeah. And yeah. uh, and I'm like they look they look like a very nice couple. Yeah. Tina is also randomly Ella's kind of not. I don't know if she's her favorite like relative on your side, but she's clearly the one who's made the the most impression because every now and then Ella will be like, I will you know this is like Tina my Tina Pishi or my Tina Pishi lives in India and I think she's just become the symbol yeah. for the entirety of. Basically, all of my family yeah. who live in India is so, yeah. she is she is the avatar, yeah. and and it's a it's a good. But a good so she is my she is my root into any familiarity with who the, the Vera Curley, like Brangelina, whatever the, yeah. the, the, the couple is. <laughs> so wait, so the, the the wedding just imitated the style of. I don't or... think it actually imitated. It was more of like how Kate Middleton's dress was a homage to Grace Kelly's oh, dress kind okay. of thing. So it's pretty but, subtle, okay. But, All right. n- no, it was just like, hey, you cool. know, cricketers marry like whole actresses, kind of. Um, I would have thought. I mean, look, again, I don't know. I just pay attention to things like people's, you know, economy rate and <laughs> pouring stuff like that. I think Miracola like, doesn't have a very good economy rate. No, but like, I, I would have thought this was a fairly common phenomenon. I would have thought so too. Um, but, but, but what yeah. do I know? I need to read more like Hello India or whatever what yeah. the equivalent is. Definitely. Yeah. But in this article, I also discovered that uh, Sharmila changed her name when she got married. Because she converted to Islam, yeah. and and her new name was Aisha. So I literally think no one that I know has ever referred to her that way, which is probably quite rude. <laughs> which is probably quite rude, but yes. I actually think the article that I read does not really refer to her. Yeah. Yeah. As as uh, under yeah. her her new name. Well, so. hold on, but like actually, I've seen her write an like I I saw an article on Scroll, which is a great article actually about her experience working with. I think it was more focused on Rai than it was on Shamus Chatterjee, but I, I don't know. I think it was focused on Rai, but I can't remember. But anyway, she wrote it herself, and I think she's just the the, the byline is her name. So I would have, so I, I I assume she uses it. 
It's not one of those things that other people use, and she's just like, I wish they, you know, use my... But so, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but there you go. And then the, the other one that, that I read, I sent it to you, was, was more recent, about a wedding in India where the... The bride died. Oh yes, and, and then, then they swapped out. They swapped. Yeah, right. Like in uh, yeah, in like Chong Chong, Chong. Yeah. and yeah. and it was really like horrible because like the 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 dead sister was just in the other room. Yeah, and they just went ahead with the wedding. But you know, uh, there you go. So I, I remember we've cited a few stories that emerged in the press that were you know in relation to well in relation to David other well, right and yeah. David and I uh, you know it, it, it I, I don't spend a long time scouring you know i'll look at indian news but i I won't i won't spend a ton of time on it but uh i mean it occurs to me that you could probably find many many more parallels Mm. if i if i if i had gone and done my uh, i mean you know art contemporary research art imitates life imitates art well i know what a lot of the stuff that i looked at was kind of pretty so it was definitely very I thought there was something else. There was another. There was a maybe not, but I, definitely Devi, right? Mm. There was a the, some discussion of like tantric figures and encouraging people to do right, obviously obviously things they shouldn't. Oh yeah, no, that that wasn't relation to Devi. That yeah. was our our one and only pickup episode because we kind of ran out of time. Um. All right. Anyway, Megadakatara. So we wanted to do more with the codec, and I did discuss these films with my students, but we never really fully got around to. We we didn't do any episodes on Tita Shakti no Dinam or Chukti Chukti Gopur. No, but next time. Next time, uh, we'll talk a little bit about it. What was off putting? Like what was what, what was good. Uh- in Megadakatara. No, no, about the the, the last two films because oh, you were, you were yeah, basically yeah, like they're yeah. they're they're two hipster, the yeah. two the two the two other. Yeah. But Megadakatara, which everyone says is his most accessible film, uh, was indeed his most accessible <laughs> film. Um, and so the thing is with this film, there's one thing that's always stuck out for me, and so watching it again didn't really change that, which is the musical motif that plays plays when she's basically forced to to leave the house and then in in the rainstorm and then she she ends up going to the well she ends up going to die actually in um in the hills in the sanatorium and it plays one other time in the movie i can't remember exactly when it plays but uh that that musical motif is the thing that sticks out the most for me and actually the thing that sticks out the most for me after that is the other musical scene of the bow singer oh yeah for me um I mean, okay. Shonot is as a bit of a, you know, he's a, a bit of a cad. Yeah. For me, I think it's Gita. Skanking yeah, around, you used to, you used to. Showboating. Yeah. Because she's like, I think the first sort of, you know, liberated woman <laughs> that we, we encounter. But also, I think, I think it was just, I think I talked about it when we did the episode. It's the first, the young people kind of going about their life felt very authentic. Yeah, it's not that she's liberated so much as assertive of her desires. Yeah. And none of the other women to that, but the whole point has been to show how they are not able to, or they have been schooled out of being assertive of their own desires. Whereas Gita is just, this is what I want. Yeah, but the the right films we had watched until then are very stylized, right? The women are very kind of... Um... Yeah, and actually the conversation in general, for all that it's, you know, neorealism, is once you see, you know, Gothic filmed conversation, it, all the right films feel a bit more yeah. stylized by comparison. Yeah. 
But then the other thing is that, and we didn't, I think, talk about it in the in the episode, is the the last scene where the with the girl who loses her shoe. Yeah. Which is kind of that makes Nita's brother kind of go teary eyed. Yes. Kind of recalling. Um, her, yeah. But actually, it also means that you know nothing has changed, and right, it's, it's kind of yeah starts a, a whole new. So that was a. That was a nice touch. It's interesting that neither one of us noted the thing that for which this movie is most talked about. The scene in the sanatorium where she says to her brother... Oh, I want to live. I want to live. Yeah. Which I, I wasn't so, moved by. It felt a bit... The thing about melodramatic cinema, and I, I think that's to some extent true of the ending of Joel Shakur as well, but um, is that it... I mean, even though I'm pretty used to it, and I, and I like the films a lot, it, it can feel a little off-key. Mm. And so even though this is famous, and it, it is quite... I mean, the, 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 the phrase is quite moving. So I find, I find the kind of the, the content of it, but there is something that's so deliberately unsettling. He meant to make it deliberately unsettling. There's something deliberately unsettling about the echoing of the line in the hills. Like, it's it's very... It's ca- it's calculated to kind of kind of grate a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's also out of character for her. Well, it's meant to be, right? That's the her fi- finally at the point of death, right? She is in a position where she asserts something that she wants, and what she wants really isn't that much. She just wants to live, but um, yeah. But I mean, I don't know because I mean, we talked about it and about how her her TB is kind of a metaphor for. Right, how her family uses it up, but it's it's at points like this where you know the metaphor reaches its limit because the way it's right set up, it's very much like I wanted to live and you kind of stopped me. But it it feels he didn't give her TB, right? It it kind of right like the I don't know. It, yeah, it, I mean, it, I, it didn't quite it didn't work for me. I I didn't have an issue with with that, but um, it really was more the the kind of. The sonic effect, yeah. Um, which again, I mean, I, I appreciate that it was deliberate, but it, 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 I found it unsettling in a way that maybe didn't achieve the effect that it was supposed to have. Yeah. Okay, the big city, which was surprisingly enjoyable. Well, it wasn't. Didn't we say it was our first happy movie? Yes, our first. Well, happy in the sense. I mean, they just end up unemployed. Yeah. That's you know better than death. So, I mean, this is where, you know, Mother Mimokuji comes into, comes onto the scene and blows us all away. Yeah. What is the most memorable bit about this? The, I, the scene where the, the women go out into the city to just sell their sewing machines. <laughs> it's very, it feels very like 60s. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's, it's Edith. It has to be. Oh, no, you I, love Edith. Yeah. yeah well, you're it's not that fan. I love her. I just feel she is under, underutilized. She's great. Um... Yeah, but yeah, I, I I really I enjoyed this this film a lot. I I would strongly recommend this 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 film. Yeah, it was it was unexpectedly modern and sort of I don't know. It was very easy to like. It was very easy to like. It was modern. It, it kind of resonated with a lot of things that are you know women in the workplace and and well and frustrated men who have been. Who feel they have been displaced? Yeah, or they they have been decentered. Yeah, um, but it also was um, a kind of right. It, it was modern. It was set in in Calcutta. That's starting to look like the city. Now. Yeah, the visual and, quality was also. I mean, the, the actual filming of a uh, partly because I guess the 
quality of the film was was good. Um, I can't remember whether it was a Criterion one or where it was <laughs> from, but it was it was it looked it looked good. And especially the scenes outside, they really I mean they were really nicely lit. Yeah, and they 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 did they did have like a a brisk urban quality yeah. to them. Yeah. 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 And and the saris. Yes. Okay. Well, Charlotte. I mean, Charlotte. We're talking about film quality. This was probably the the best. Yeah. This, this looked, was beautifully shot. Yeah. This looked great. Yeah. Um, and this was a Criterion one, and it it, it looked terrific. Yeah. Um, and probably the one that we had the most fun with. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this one, like, there was so much that was so good. This one and Mohanagar, I think, were probably my two favorite films. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Oprajito was, was, was Okay, we're going to talk about our favorite Yeah, we're going to get to that, yeah. So, uh, what was my favorite... No, your most memorable. Most memorable bit from Charlie. You go first. Um, okay, so if I'm honest, the thing that came to me the most first was the samosa. Was that because of our discussion? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But the true star of Charlotte, of course, is the wallpaper. Oh, uh, well, and this is where, you know, we, we went through our, our Sasha Lemtov phase. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, he's Sasha now. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize we had in the... Well, you know, I've, in the interest I've been corresponding thing. with him, so... Uh, yeah. Um, single most memorable thing. Well, now you've said the samosa. I mean, him just holding the flute. Was it a flute? He's holding a, a stick or a flute. I, I can't remember whether he commented on it. But I think he does flute. I think right? so, and it reminded me of him in Opushamshar, yeah. where he's obviously much he's much more obviously oh, yeah, represented like as Krishna, Krishna right there. But I yeah. I think in Charlotte he also has a a, a flute at yeah. some point. Yes. Um and uh maybe it was our discussion that made that stick in the mind. Um yeah. I guess, you know, I mean, we haven't really talked about poor Apu at all. Like t- today, but you well, know. he we, we we he was a feature of our discussion. He was a feature of our discussion, but you know he's uh, so I mean not as memorable as Charmin Atigar, I guess. Well, so he 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 did all of these roles, right? He was in fourteen of of Rise films, and I mean he's 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 great in all of them, but uh, he he plays this type very well. It's why we wanted to actually see the film. I think it's Abhijan, but I can't remember. But the one, there's this film, maybe it's a different one, but there's one where he plays a kind of... The villain is up. Yeah, we wanted to see it, partly to offer a contrast yeah. to this to this character that he plays, who is, you know, romantic, individualistic, basically upstanding, right? Young. Yeah. Um, He's a kind autistic. of, um, you know, a kind of a, a, a Bengali shukra. Yeah, a bit more autistic, but yeah, yeah. a bit less caddish. <laughs> but but um, yeah, so uh, I feel that because we had seen him play this part well, kind of multiple times, that that got a little lost. Mm. Um, yeah. In amongst the things that we were kind of more surprised by. Yeah. Yes. But it's but okay. that wasn't like a comment on his, like, he, he executed it extremely well. Yes. He dances in this, in Charlotte. Yes. Um, yeah, some dancing. But speaking oh. of dancing. Yes. So this was a zag. Yeah. This was a, this was a zag for the ages. So I picked Gupigain, Bhagavan, because I felt the students should see Rai, you know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> at, his, at his versatile best, right? Doing lots of different genres. And also, you know, writing it himself. And, and designing the costumes. Designing the costumes and, you know, doing you know, different kinds of music. But it was... it's. I mean, it's it's wacky. 
I, I mean, I, I, you know, what, what do I remember the most? The ghost, which is the same thing I remember from when I was a kid as well. The, the ghost king? The ghost king. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. and, uh, that sequence is, is pretty memorable. <laughs> I still have the music stuck in my head now. <laughs> um, it is, it is quite memorable. Um, for me, it's the, 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 the raining, the raining, um, the raining blood, blood deuce. deuce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, the color switch at the end. Yeah. It's, uh, there's, it, in, in terms of memorable striking things, Goopy Gun is, uh, it's, it's just uh, an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you know, it is a movie for children. It's not one of those that's like, oh, well, you know, superficially this is a movie for children, but actually it's really deep. I mean, yes, there are, there are messages that children won't understand to do with, you know, fairness and hierarchy and whatever else, or won't, won't understand in their form as they will understand them. Because you know, children understand a lot of things, right? as we as we know from our own kids, right? Um, but uh, at the same time, it's not one of those. But actually, you know, what's important is the coded message. It really is a, like meant to be a fun movie, and yeah. it is that. But as a consequence, I don't know that we had a huge amount to like extract from. Yeah, we more basked in its weirdness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We were still in our in our social mental phase. That's well, true. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then it became uh, Noshlight Week. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's a, an official UT week. Like, in the spring semester, <laughs> we will celebrate Noshlight Week. <laughs> um, Proctored one day. Um, I think the thing that was most memorable to me was just how impossibly crap the the subtitles were. Which the, meant uh, yeah. that I understood, like, 5% of of this movie but this is very the, much the, the thing, frustrated young man school yeah of, the thing know. i remember the most other than that and i have to i do have to slightly work at it is when he's at the interview and they ask him if he likes flowers and he says not unconditionally yeah that's the best bit yeah. sure yeah um yeah. and then it's all downhill yeah. from there yeah. um, what about you no that's my favorite bit that's your favorite bit yeah. Well, that wasn't technically the the question to be to be fair. And the most memorable. Yeah. I mean, the hippies are pretty memorable. Yeah, <laughs> the bit where he trashes the office. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Also, the bit where his sister winds him up. Oh yeah, that's that's also where he's just like, oh, I'm gonna, pro- I'm gonna beat up your boss, yeah. and she's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you now <laughs> the, the prostitute? Yes. That is, that is, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it was These like were literally all the bits of the movie that, that I understood. That you understood. I yeah. thought you, and I remember being memorable. confused I was about confused. how we had entered into a scene where there was like a prostitute involved. I didn't get that she was a prostitute. Yes. Um, Noxialite Week was very confusing to me. I thought I would be confused about the Noxialites, but actually the Noxialites were the, well, the like, least confusing, the least confusing thing, thing, yeah. thing about it. Well, so they were mostly like a background for Protidandi, right? It was yeah. not as much about, you know, real student. It was like a third director, right? That's the Yeah, it's, we're not, it's our only... So we... At least with the Kodak, I, with the students, I had shown another two films. I can talk very briefly about them, but um, with unfortunately because of the constraints of you know this is not like a year long course or anything, we only had the opportunity to see one film by Mirnal Chan, and actually we didn't get to see any by another director called Topon Sinha, who's another like famous director, probably like the fourth in the quartet. Um, next time. Next time. So uh, yeah, so Politic is the the one week to see, and. This was very French. Oh la la. So I think I liked it more than Protidandi, I think. I'm not... <laughs> Would I know? <laughs> I mean, 
mean, I believe you. Um, it is very French. It's very, you know, it's it's very in your face with its, you know, camera Frenchness. techniques and its cuts. It's jagged. It's uh, it's it, it, it has a, a a very hipster vibe to it. Yes. And the Rudiman actually looks even more hipsterish than. In yes. Considering that I could actually follow the subtitles on this, it is remarkable that I found it even more confusing than, than the other. So movie. not a whole lot happens, because the whole point is that he's stuck in this apartment, right? Yes. This safe house, because he's, you know, in trouble for his revolutionary activities. He's being an obnoxious <laughs> It was a good pun the first time, and it remains good. I stand by it. We should just end the podcast here, here now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so... I will say my most memorable thing was the the milk, uh, the formula ad. Yeah, the formula ad, ad was pretty memorable. And again, it was one of the few bits of the movie that I like. The shower <laughs> scene was pretty memorable because it was very... Like, the camera was really all up in his face. It was very... He has a very... Yeah, face. it was, but it was, it was interesting. It was just, it was very, you know, realistic... It wasn't just, ah, the person is showering. Somehow we will make this unrealistic, even though it's a completely, like, quotidian activity. Like, we're going to film this and make All it. I can think of now, because we're, we're kind of watching Friends from the beginning, is that scene where Joey's in the shower. And they're, like, filming his uh, Yes. Uh, well, this was a bit like that. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah. It, and actually, I think, was intended to have that same unsettling effect. Mm. Yeah. So uh, that was that was a good... I mean, g- given our experience as a subsequent two, two films, actually one of them you, you, you didn't get a chance to see, but you didn't get to see Titash at all, right? No. Yeah. So I think Baltic was a good note to end on. The students were certainly very... Confused? They were confused, but also... Oh, they were, they were a, a house divided. They appreciate... Yeah, so... Protitundi and Bodhisattva had the most divisive effect on the students, where I kind of anticipated people being negative, but I didn't anticipate some of the students just being like, these are close to, if not our favourite films of the whole semester. I, I um, will say that I, I admire And some of them just stuff. opposed, like, one of them said Protestant was his least favourite, but Politic was his favourite. And that I found quite surprising. Yeah, no, I was going to say that I was, I had been admiring how game they were and, and up for this the whole time, but like, if that's their judgement, then I, you know. Student, anonymous student, I, I dissent. <laughs> I dissent. So, uh, yeah, those were, that's our rundown that's of our... memorable things about each movie. And on that note, we will take a quick break and come back with Biscuit Report and a lightning round of other um, exciting questions. I misread uh, one of our agenda as favorite fish. Oh, yeah, we can do favorite fish. So we can include that as a bonus. Yeah, as All a right. bonus. All right, we will be... See you the other side. Right back. And now, a word from our sponsor. Go on. <laughs> so, uh, there is a great movie podcast. Have oh, you heard it? No. It's called Movies We Dig. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And it's... Uh, hosted by a doyen of the uh, of the uh, of the radio waves. Really? Yeah. Heavens. Yeah. Hillary Clinton. Um, more debonair than Hillary Clinton. 
Who, who is more debonair than Hillary Clinton? Uh, LeBron James. LeBron. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Is it LeBron? Um, more slender and waif-like than LeBron. I am. I have literally forgotten all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what what is the topic of this podcast? Movies. Movies. That we dig. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, it's about classical movies. Classical themed movies of all sorts. Of all sorts. Comedies. Tragedies. Action movies. Sources. Yeah. The lot. The lot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's hosted by our very own... Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron Clinton. No. Uh, Ashwarya Rai. Ashwarya Rai. Actually, Ashwarya Rai might feature on that. Oh, yes. That, that is, that we is we might even be talking yes, about Ashwarya Rai. No, but it is, it is hosted by the excellent Eli Fleming and, and the equally excellent Colin McCormack. That's Colin of our Colin. Yeah, that's our Colin. Yeah. So anyway, yes, our Colin and Eli. Yeah. Are, are hosting it, and it is um, it is almost as good as Hillary Clinton's pro- podcast. If you had a podcast between Hillary Clinton and LeBron James just talking about movies, it would be less good than this one. Yes, yeah. probably, probably. And uh, we love it for many reasons, specifically because uh, yours truly is on, on one of the episodes. The most listened the to. The most episode. listened to, yeah. exactly, which is, you know, a sad indictment of democracy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So, so for, for all of your fun facts from, from two people who are more youthful and charismatic and funny than we are, hmm. uh, go to moviesweedig.com and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe and send them fan mail. And Yeah, unlike us, who you don't send yeah. fan mail to, send fan mail to them. I mean, it's probably a bit awkward because I think by this point we have been silent for so long that Colin is our only listener. So Colin, write yourself some fan email. And, yeah. yeah. All right. And that was our first ad sponsors if you would like this level i mean that was just to be clear that was an unpaid ad an unpaid ad that was that was a a a dummy ad yeah Yeah. uh but if any sponsor would like uh to avail themselves of of such witty bandanage as was just displayed hillary lebron hint um (laughs) then uh we are we are here for you all right we are back with uh biscuit report do you want to do the biscuit report music? Biscuit report, biscuit report, biscuit report. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I'm holding it up to the computer screen as if there's a camera. It's there. a it's a cube. It's a cube. And not the biscuit, the box. The box. It's it's a, it's a cube, mostly white with a yellow top. Yes. Um, it has a French flag on it. Yes, and a French um French man. Uh, yeah, I think he's Mr. Monsieur Bruyere. Oh, well, yeah. uh, Monsieur Bruyere and, um, and his family, uh, have produced this thing called lemon melts, which are dangerously Moorish. They taste like a good lemon poppy muffin, which is our favorite muffin. Uh, or my favorite muffin. Probably doesn't like muffins, so he doesn't. A like good lemon poppy muffin, for instance, from... From Medici. Medici. Yeah. Is, is, is an excellent choice. Yeah. yeah. So the problem with this, these these biscuits is that they're 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 wee. They're they're tiny. Yeah. So basically, you feel that you can just eat the whole packet. And so you do. Yeah. But I I mean I, I probably I shouldn't do this, but the <laughs> a it's, a it's, serving size is twenty percent of your saturated fat, and I think I've probably had two servings or close to. Two. So yeah. I mean... I don't think that can be a good thing. Ella ate a whole of... She's young, though. It's true. Yeah. Her body processes that stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, it's it's one of those like you know lightly breaded butter kind of situations, but they are delightful. Yeah. So I, some of the highlights of Biscuit Report this season have been the Cartwright and Butler, the sugar almond cookies. Those were excellent. The cardamom, the, the big big cardamom cookies from the Indian, from the Indian Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, those were excellent. Uh, did they have a brand? Excellent. Okay. <laughs> um, those were great, and then these. Those. Oh, and um, the Fantasia Luxuria, yeah. somewhat <laughs> pornographic biscuit yes. was also really amazing. We need yeah. to go back to get that biscuit. Yes. Are we going to do a biscuit report next season? I kind of feel like we Why should not? do something else, like coffee report or uh, sure. um, tea report or falafel report. <laughs> <laughs> That would be unfair because there's only one falafel worth. We can just have it every week in in the city. Yeah, yeah. I can I can uh, tell everyone be, about that. Would be Bertie from TLV. That's the only falafel. I only falafel worth having. I will. I this is the falafel hill. I will die on. Oh yeah, no question. And Bertie, if you want to sponsor us, yeah, uh, we will be paid in falafel. Yes. Yeah, I, I I don't mind. I'm always partial to a biscuit. It's not as if we're going to run out of biscuit options. Mm. Again, if anyone voiced an opinion. I mean, not to sound too passive aggressive, but if someone if someone said, <laughs> "Hey, you know, we quite like Biscuit Report," then we could obviously feel validated in continuing the exercise. But otherwise, I see you're already like adopting. Uh, you're already getting your Jewish mother on. I like. Oh that. yeah, I like. I'm, I'm girding my my Jewish loins. <laughs> <laughs> your loins are not Jewish. No. Um, so uh, <laughs> maybe we should cut that bit out. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's the content people want. Um, <laughs> that's the face. <laughs> the face every man wants to see on his wife's face. Okay. Uh, so uh, yeah. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> How's that biscuit working out for you? Airy, crumbly, lemony, lemony. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> What's your favourite fish? Perch. Oh, that's just because of <laughs> the line in Alsonius's Moselle where it's segmented like an orange. Like an orange. Not because you actually like... Um, oh, well, there's no actually Tasmanian ocean perch is, is quite <laughs> nice, actually, now that I think about it. That is, that is true. My favourite fish to eat. Um, I mean, I, I really only like eating, you know... Or a king salmon from New Zealand. Like, yeah. 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 I talk. guess, no, the hamachili. So, yellowtail. Yellowtail. But only when prepared by someone trained by Tyson Cole yes. in the arts of sushi. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat most fish in sushi form. Yeah. But, yeah. What's your favorite fish? It's tough. So, what? Pro tip, never ask a Bengali about their fish preference. We could be here a while. Well, so, I mean, you know, it depends. There's just, oh, it's not my favorite fish in that I would want it all the time, but I do, I do like monkfish. Monkfish. Yeah, no, I used to really like monkfish. I've known you for twenty years. We've never had monkfish once. Yeah, I don't think it maybe is is your thing, but um, I you don't like most fish. That's not true. I don't like white North Sea fish. I don't know what category to put a monkfish in, but anyway, so I like uh, sardines. I, I like I like sea bream. I like a bronzy. I think we both agree on sea bream. I, I like I, Mediterranean fish, which is... You're from the Mediterranean? I'm Mediterranean. Uh, no, I, I like I like sea bream and, and, and bronzini too. I... You know, when... Um, I've I've enjoyed a sea bass, you know, like the next person. It is it is a bit plain and buttery, yeah. but, you know, I've liked it. I used to like halibut quite a lot. But, you know, who can say no to a good, you know, piece of aura king salmon from New Zealand? 
it's a simple pleasure. It's a base pleasure, but you know, the pleasure to be had is is large, like the fish. Mm. So yeah, so that, that, that's that's favorite favorite fish report. <laughs> favorite fish report. All right, so back to the business at hand. Uh, favorite film. What was your favorite film? Um, I don't think I've changed my mind. I think my favorite film. It's it's definitely one of Oprajito Mahanagar and Charlotte. It's it's from those probably Oprajito, but it's it's a tough one. Okay, I think mine were Charlotta and then Davy as a a close second. A close second. A Dan Carter. A Dan Carter. <laughs> the background, those who are not familiar, is the was it Graham Henry, the New Zealand rugby coach? Who? It was definitely one New Zealand rugby. No, coach. it's the famous one that I can't remember. Anyway, all of our New Zealand. I thought it was now, Graham Henry now, who said like, that Richie McCaw was the greatest New Zealand rugby player. With, da- Dan, with Dan Carter, Carter a, a close, close second. second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a hierarchy that has lived with us. Forever. <laughs> and how was your uh, least favorite film? Least favorite film. I mean, you couldn't actually understand Prudentani because of <laughs> the complete garbling of the subtitles. Which uh, is politic. Not... Really? I yeah. Oh. I can't with the avant-garde. With Project Wandy, I was at least like, I can give you the, the, the you... benefit of, of like something happening that I just didn't understand. But like, politics, nothing happened. It was too French. It was too avant garde. It's just. No, I don't get it. So you watched a few minutes of Jukti Golpoar Torko and you found that to be. Oh, with the old man and the. Where the... Rithik Kodak himself is the protagonist. Yes, no, I hated that more. And I, I, I mean, I, I liked it, but it was, it was With the difficult random viewing. woman who like represents the spirit of Bangladesh. Yeah. No, I, yes, I didn't like that. So, I, I mean, I don't want to talk about it at length, but, um, that was. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Well, <laughs> um, it's, it's a great movie, but it is, it is, it, it definitely, it will push everyone's buttons. Yeah. It was a challenge for my students. That, that actually, one of the students really dug it and was just like, this is a fitting end to the course. Like, this is, you know, this is really out there, bold cinema. I can't remember who that student was. I obviously wouldn't disclose their identity even if I did. But uh, one one student felt that way. A lot of the other students were pretty confused. I'm a classicist. I like a plot. I, I like, mean, there's a plot. I like a melody. I it like was very defined characteristics. Petronian. It was very I don't like carnivalesque. I don't like carnivalesque. Bakhtin would have liked it. Oh, well. <laughs> sucks for him, then. I mean... <laughs> Um, Pinterest, I think. No, Picaresque. No, Pinterest. Pinterest is a whole. It, it probably was Pinterest. I mean, it was unsettling in yeah. part. So, yeah. but I meant Picaresque. with that sense of menace. Um, so uh, you know, yeah. Anyway, what I, was, I, I what was really... your least? Which doesn't mean you didn't like it. It was just your least favorite from this. You know, it it might be Goopy Guy. Really? My and not because I didn't like it. I liked it. I liked it all. I was I was very you know I was an easy. And an, an, an easy viewer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I liked it, but it's it is you know a a pretty fun movie for kids. Yeah. Um. So I have a, a kind of a warm spot for it, but I don't know that I kind of engaged with it. So yeah. All right. Most surprising thing. Madhumi Mukherjee for sure. Like I was just very you know I hadn't really registered her as. An artist. So I'd seen the movies with her, but I hadn't really... Like, having seen them this time around in, you know, close succession, I was like, yeah, she nailed it. She was great. Oh, well, uh, under the heading Most Surprising Thing, I was just going to say that, that, that her her performances 
as as a whole were the thing that stuck out for me. Um, she, she was pretty fabulous. I mean, I you know I'd heard all the music before from the films, and I was I, I enjoyed them more um, hearing them one after the other. Um, not just Devi and 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 Megadagatara, but just the music generally in the, in the films. But yeah, I think Madhavi Mukherjee was number one. What about you? Uh, for me, the most surprising thing that I like liked any of it. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say that I um, too. You you seemed surprised until we got to Prodded one day. I was actually like, oh, these are not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. As you know, like because I I am I am not a, a movie buff. But I, I thought these were like perfectly good movies. Like they, they were watchable. I think the one that I was most surprised by enjoying was the, the, the music room. But, you know, I, I enjoyed, you know, casting my eye on, on this great list. I, I, I enjoyed all of them. Um, that is like the most solid injection of Art House I think you've had. Ever. Yeah. I mean, probably my least favorite of this list, excluding the Noxalites, which are were too obnoxious, mm. uh, is Potter Punchley. Which but, you know we talked about how it's deliberately slow and that's not going to work for everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. Although I still I stand by my initial claim that it would have been better in color, and also um, that because uh, I, I think the digitize, digitization and quality of the whatever, the reconstruction, the the remastering, mm-hmm. does actually with these movies make a big difference. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder if we had watched a higher quality of version of Potter Punchley. So I thought that was. I mean, maybe I had that wrong. I, I'm somewhat... It familiar. wasn't It wasn't bad, but... Because it, it was... has been. Like, Potter Punchley was one of the ones that, that has been remastered. But I don't remember whether the one we saw was that. I, I don't remember. I do remember finding the, the black and white. It was a bit, like blurry and kind of no and and then i saw a, a bit of it in color and it was it was much more arresting oh that was the thing that those computer scientists had done yeah yeah like watching like imagine watching davy in colors Ooh, yeah. yeah so uh yeah so that was the most uh surpri- well i guess in the second most surprising thing for me was that we stuck with this podcast and that you you know got 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 over your your initial suspicion and and seem to be veritably enjoying yourself yeah and you know how rare that is i know i know um i enjoyed it as much as a good sandwich that's pretty high praise that's pretty high praise yeah any specific sandwich um well the lamb sandwich food heads of blessed memory of blessed memory that was a pretty high quality sandwich the ahi tuna that mark used to make in new haven that's even that was a pretty good sandwich the venison and rocket at the borough market that, that you I had 20 years ago. Yeah, but these are some of the sandwich highlights of my life. Okay. Well, the, the, that is... That is uh, that and is I bad. would rank this podcast among them. Well, that's... That, that, <laughs> we should just stop now. <laughs> um, okay, so that um, that is... Um, that is that is that I guess unless you have anything to add. Well, we're going to tease. No, but before before we before we look forward. Um. Well. Uh. I I I hope that someone lets us know about things that we could do differently for next time, both the next season, but also the next iteration of. I don't know that we'll do. We're just going to get a really hostile like email that will. Like I thought you stopped, and I was really relieved. Yeah. And instead, Shut up and it t- play the hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I feel it was a job. Well, given that the remit was to talk in an uninformed and irreverent way about these movies, I feel we did a bang-up job. Bang up. <laughs> well, I will say one more sprightly thing. 
I was surprised by how subtly but decisively feminist almost all of these movies were. So, yeah, so I I had a recollection of that, but some of these films I've seen a long time ago before I knew what feminism yeah. was. That was just a kid. Like, um, so I, I... A long time ago in the dark, dark 80s before... Yeah. <laughs> before small well, boys I mean, knew what feminism was. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe 10-year-olds today know what feminism is. I have no idea. Um, I mean, we read our children feminist babies. So I would hope that our children know what feminism is. I mean, sure, if they think that it involves taking your clothes off and throwing food around, both of which they do. <laughs> so I just don't know that that's a particularly accurate representation of the work of Judith Butler and you know, others. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I, I was I was pleasantly taken back by that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're, they're full of good messages to send children. They're very, yes. they're very positive films in that sense. Despite the fact that, you know, there's lots of death. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know that I would show... I would show a young child no. the films necessarily. No. Um, um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, looking forward, we are going... We don't have anything specific to tease. Because we, we don't have a, we don't have a syllabus yet. We don't have a syllabus, God. Um... <laughs> So looking forward, we're going to take a, a little break. I know you say you've just been on a long ass break, but no, we are going to take. Well, that that break was enforced by circumstances. Um, um, well, and also it was, it, it was not a break care. break because we break. were not we were not really thinking about the next season. Yes, we now were. we're going to take a, a working break. Yes, we yeah, and um, we and put then, in the hours for you. The, what? the listeners. We put in the hours figuring oh. out how to make this podcast ever greater, ever greater. for our listeners. For our listeners. Listener, Colin. Colin. Um, <laughs> what would we do without you, Colin? Um, I guess we were about that to find really out. That's really bad audio editing, yeah. I think. Is probably um, so before Colin um, leaves Fair Austin for um, for his excellent new job in, in other places that I don't know he wants advertising. Yeah, maybe. We are going to try and fit in a whole other season of of this podcast where and we're going to leave Calcutta and and kind of fly over the black waters to 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 the shores of the Mediterranean and and we're going to do um I guess are we going to do it are we going to call it Calcutta our house visits Tel Aviv or Tel Aviv our house or like how are we going to maintain Brand, you're the you're the master of that kind of I, thing. I I don't know. In any event, our next season is going to be um, mostly, if not entirely, we're not sure, but definitely mostly focused on Israel. Yes, we we may we may we may explore the the hinterland, but the hinterland. we don't know. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it's and I don't think it's going to be as art housey as as this season because having I mean watched, for various reasons, for not various least reasons. the fact that the a lot of the classic films are not. Very art housey. Yeah, and also I've seen a list of art house Israeli film, and I'm not willing to watch some of them. <laughs> um, yeah, like they're very. Some of them are very like you know war heavy. Yeah, and you know, some violence just, heavy. Yeah, and I I don't I don't. That's do, not really yeah, your no, thing. I don't I don't do violence. So <laughs> I was gonna say that all the ones you suggested are more sex heavy, but that gives a very different impression of your interest in films the ones, from the ones you actually have. But. Look, don't, we just did the movies that your parents like. You know, watched and and my parents watched a different set of movies. No, it's just, no, it's just that that's the only thing you remarked on. It was very remarkable. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I'm just giving the listeners a preview of the one thing I know about some of the films that we'll see, which is about young people trying to get laid. 
Yes. Um, and the footnote, which is... Awesome. I love the footnote. I've actually yeah. seen the footnote, unlike the other yeah. ones. And... So, yeah. So it's going to be a kind of uh, a smorgasbord of, of Israeli film. Um, including, at a minimum, the footnote. Including, at a minimum, the footnote. And... Yeah, we're gonna gonna I guess bounce around. We haven't we we decide very little about the the scope and remit of 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 our next season, but it will be uh, it will be fun. It will be it'll be equally it'll actually be more uninformed in a way because you will be coming to some of this completely fresh. Yes, most of it. Uh, but it will be equally irreverent. Yes, although I can I can consult my my family. In, no, I, but I mean like it, I I I had to read some some. Film criticism. I'd read some scholarship because you I was can, teaching you a class. You can do that. You can do that. But you yeah. aren't planning to. I feel it would. It would. I mean, we it would can, dampen the spontaneity, the joie de vivre. The, well, yeah. we could we can swap roles, right? If you want, I can do the like the the heavy lifting, and you can just kind of run your mouth. But you know. <laughs> but knowing you, I I suspect you will. Want oh, to. beyond Wikipedia, you know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> knowing you, you would want to. You you would want to be informed and i would want to be uh just just that amount of uninformed yeah whereas i just want to be gives me some credibility yeah. uh so yes yeah, so you can expect more of the same more of the same more of the same different language still in asia west yeah. asia west asia west asia yeah well the, ju- the juncture the juncture yeah yes the yoke the yoke <laughs> the taint <laughs> Um, what a note to end on. Well, <laughs> yes. and, and with that, thank you for, for sticking with us, Colin. And if there are any listeners still out there, uh, join us next time on uh, on Tel Aviv Art House. Yes. Slash the internet forward dot com. <laughs> <laughs>